0: Hello and welcome to the Star Wars Show, the best place for below average Star Wars. I'm your host, Peter, and returning this week is Alan. Alan, how are you doing? I'm fine. How's your, Peter? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Al. It's great to have you back. Obviously, you've missed the uh, Mandalorian episodes there because you haven't watched it yet. And that's all no. fine. And that's all we're going to say about it. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's been quite a crazy week. Uh, we're going to talk today, basically, Film dropped... This end TV spot. That's mm-hmm. what's been titled. It's been titled End. Yeah. Um, it's only about 30 seconds long. Um, but there's quite a few little cool pieces in there that we're going to break down today and talk about what we think it means and what it could mean. Yeah. And they've also dropped some beautiful posters today. So we're going to talk about those as well. All right. Um... Um, so I just want to start off by saying um, if anybody is joining us for the first time, thank you for joining in. Thanks for listening. Um, you can catch us on social media on Twitter. And that is at BozStar, Star. So it's just Star Wars book reversed. So it's at BozStar Star on Twitter. Go and give us a follow on there and uh, interact with us there. We love talking Star Wars. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Pete Hitman Hart. Uh, go and add me on those, interact with me on those. That would be great. Um, and we have an email address now. It is at, sorry, it's not at. That's not how emails work. And <laughs> jumping the gun there. Uh, it is. Star Wars podcast at gmail.com So yeah, if you've got any questions you want to ask us or if you want to have a chat and you don't have social media but you have email you can reach out to us Star Wars podcast at gmail.com um, So thanks very much for listening to that and uh, now dive straight back into the Star Wars chat Um, Alan, I think we're going to get started on talking about this TV spot entitled End Um, I mean, for starters, just, let's just focus on that bit, End Yeah Um. For me, obviously this is the end of the Skywalker saga. We've been hearing that since the first press release mm-hmm. for the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny how they released this T V spot and pretty much has the same as we've already seen, but with like well I've got one, two, three, four, like five things in there that I've noticed that are different are new. Mm-hmm. Um so they're calling the end, they've left with some more little tidbits. They're starting to really gear us up now, I think, for, for this movie. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean what we've got a month left on to To it, you know. So, yeah, it's um, that's what the feeling I get with this TV spot when it's 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 there, it's ready. You're gonna get you have seen everything that you need to see now. Now it's just time
0: to just go and watch the film, you know. Yeah, type of thing. And I don't think it's gonna be a case of past movies where we get like twelve TV spots up in the are up the film. Um, no. I think we will. I think we will get some more, but I don't. It'll be a handful. It won't yeah. be a lot more.
1: Yeah, it'll be sketchy. It'll be here and there, you know. Um, yeah. I don't think this film needs to be more hyped up. <laughs> I think everybody's
0: excited for it. Yeah, certainly, certainly <laughs> seems so. I know I am. I'm, I can't wait for this movie. Um, yeah. So I think um, let's just dive into the TV spot. So mm. obviously it opens up with 3PO uh, giving a speech about how he's looking at his friends for the last time, which we've already seen. But I know it's a little difference. obviously. Look at the beginning of that. And also I noticed the shot show you who's actually in that room now. Yeah. So, I noticed Ray Finn, Paul Dameron, obviously, BBA yeah. Dio, C three PO's there, uh Babu Fink's there. Yeah. And I also noticed Zori Bliss this time round, standing on the left hand side of the shot. Oh, did Heard you? I, I missed that one. Yeah. So Zori Zori Bliss is Kerry Russell's character, who she is yeah. a sort of a bounty hunter slash smuggler um from the planet Kijimi. Um, and she's got a pass with poor mm-hmm. Um So the fact she's there, to me, that was... that was uh, Obviously, I didn't realise she was in that scene before, but I just noticed that there whenever you whenever watched it. Um, yeah. So I think that's really cool, showing that maybe she's going on this adventure. Maybe she's led them there. Um, I think where that building looks, like maybe that is Kajimi. It's a planet we've not seen yet. Um, obviously, we know that is Zoibus' homeworld. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she used to run uh, maybe a Spice Cartel or something like that out of there I um, cool. used, used to run with her anyway um, so yeah like, I mean like I think it, I think there's a good chance it is Kajimi. Um, and I think she's definitely there being a good guy she's helping Paul Dameron out she's helping yeah. the squad out going on this adventure and yeah I'm guessing that perhaps uh, Zoe Bliss is the one who's put the resistance in touch with Babu Fink and like, is it Babu Fink or, or, or Babu Frick Babu Frick I think it Babu is Babu Frick it? There, yeah the whole episode. Uh, so, <laughs> so maybe she's put them in touch with Babu Frick and he's doing whatever he's doing the C3PO um, yeah or Babu Frick actually works with Zori Bliss type of thing yeah so yeah. Maybe, maybe he lives in mm-hmm. the same planet as that maybe that is mm-hmm. Kajimi and uh, he knows her from there uh, what were your thoughts about that shot anything did you notice anything special about it what did it make you feel um, it pulled on the
1: heartstrings a bit. To be honest with you, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm going to put my hands up. I'm not a. It's not that I don't like C3PO, but compared to everything else that goes on in the Star Wars world, I'm not the biggest C3PO fans. You know, I recognize, you know, that a lot of people are, but it did it pulled on the heartstrings. You know, it's every time he says those words, saying "one guy, last look at my friends," it it, it does. It's like oh, you know, um. You know, and then all of a sudden you just seem to just love C3PO even more. But um, I never noticed the Zori Bliss in the corner. But what I have noticed over the TV spot is there's loads of little things in the corners that are there for like the splittest of micros of seconds. You know? Yeah. Um, I do think that this is a, a build up scene to the final um, battle type scene thing, you know, that seems to go on, you know? So, I think that's what that's about, you know, like they're all gearing up and getting done what needs to be done, all the preparations and whatever's inside C3PO's head that needs to come out, you know, and that's the time that it's coming out.
0: Or they're putting something in. Or putting something in, you know, who knows? Yeah. Um, Yeah, so you're saying that you think that this is before the group meets back up with the resistance for that final battle, that final showdown.
1: Yeah, I kind of get the feeling that there's something that they need to do or something they need to have obtained to be able to finally beat Embraer Palpatine. And I think, you know, obviously C three P.O.'s a link, and I think that's what they're busy doing there. You know, I think that's what that scene is. And then once they get done what they need to get done, then we'll go off and have the big, massive
0: hurrah scene, you know? Yeah. And then, so after that point, um, we then see uh, Ray in that sort of white corridor, white room, very white, where we saw in the trailer her and Kylo fighting. Yeah. Um, and then this time around, we see uh, Ray standing there. She has the lightsaber away, and she's got the staff on her back. Um, and yeah. we see the Vader mask. Yeah. Here is day right there, the one that we've seen in the Force Awakens. Hmm. Um, the remains of Vader's face from Endor. Um. The forest moon that is. Uh, what did you? What does make you think? Um, it's not
1: so much as insightful as what we've already seen. If you know, it's more a confirmation scene. That's what I think of it. You know, it just makes us wonder where that white room is. You know, is it on Kylo Ren's um ship or is it on a planet? I don't know.
0: It makes me question whether that room is real. <sighs> Like for how white that room is, I don't know if that's maybe Ray is in the Force vision, maybe, or like, uh, like the bond that j- he has with Kylo. Like um, a little,
1: a little bit like the room that, um, oh, uh, you know, in Rebels when he goes into the room to finally, um, it's like a, a Jedi type room, and he ends up fighting the. Um, I can't think of the words now, the... Um... The Temple of God. Yeah,
0: the Temple of God. That's like inside the Jedi Temple, yeah. So I don't think they're inside the temple, although they could be. Um, but I, I, there's just something, the colouring of that room just seems a bit strange. It's very, like it's extremely white for a reason, like they've chosen it for a reason to do that. Yeah, it's too... Uh, it's like the
1: only other place in the Star Wars universe I've seen anything be so white and clean as Bespin.
0: Yeah, so but for me, obviously, it's, it's first-order design. You can tell by the design of it, but it's say it's very yeah. white, so... Yeah. I don't know. It, it might be Maybe Kylo has got this shrine, and the shrine room is all white. That, that could be very possible, but there's just something about it that maybe says that this isn't as clear-cut as it looks. Maybe it's yeah. a vision. Maybe it's a dream. Maybe they're using the Force Bond again. Mm. Um, but yeah, so the Vader helmet's there, which is brilliant. Um, I'm glad we we're gonna see that. Obviously, it's is the rise of Skywalker, it's the final movie in the Skywalker saga. Um, it's great to see some imagery from the Skywalker's past, which yes. is what that helmet represents, which was great. Yes. Uh, it also leads to the fact where like obviously Kyle still has that helmet obviously. Um mm-hmm. has it been talking to him. Um sort of I've always I've always been of the idea that um the helmet does talk to him. Well, I, but, I, but I don't think it's Anakin. I think it's something pretending to be Anakin. I, I, I think it's Palpatine. I could. think it could be Palpatine yeah. all along. Could very well yeah. be Palpatine. Um, yeah. So I think we'll see that. We're going to find out, which is exciting. So <laughs> yeah. it was great. So even though the helmet's all but to see it like right there in the middle of the shot was great, very exciting times. Yeah. Um, Moving on from there, we then got those first order bikes. Uh, oh, how cool are they? Eh? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's 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 a persona I think. And what makes me think that is that the Lego set is called Persona Chase, and yeah. it's like on one speed. I've been chased by those. I can't remember what the actual name for them is, but they're sort of like um, what's the word? Because they're running on like tracks on it, like a track speed, almost like a tank front kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's wheel. Yeah. So it's great to see that in action, that moving. Mm. Um, which we actually saw one of those at Star Wars Celebration. I believe it was on on display. Uh, there was two speeder bikes. I think it was one speeder bike from the Mandalorian, and there was one on the other side next to StarWars.com live stage, which was the um, was that one?
1: Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think I said the same thing when I saw them as well. How cool are they?
0: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's cool because obviously they're not hovering, which I know some people are a bit like, "Oh well, we've got speeder bikes. Why would you make one of them?" But it's um, Star Wars, it's fun, it looks different, it looks really visceral, it looks really cool, and I'm glad that we're getting a new speeder. Uh, yeah, it looks but, it looks really cool. It'll be yeah, for the
1: Yeah, but the tanks and um you know, um and uh, my words are gone. I apologize to everybody listening, my words are going everywhere. But um, you know, there's one of the films where there's actual tanks come in, they don't hover, they've got tracks, you know, why why can't bikes have tracks?
0: Yeah. yeah, so like I said, they're really, really cool. I'm glad we got mm. a glimpse of those in action. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we also see uh, the Falcon coming out of Lightspeed um, in it's front just... of a sort of a desert rock planet. Um, yeah, that's not Tatooine because we've seen Tatooine before. So mm-hmm. I think I think that is Pisana.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I think we're going to visit a lot of worlds, but I mean, how many worlds can you cram into one film?
0: But i have been thinking about this because I think we're going to get quite a few. But I think the movies are going to be very—it's strange because we see, obviously, like so, like in this TV spot, we get to see Kylo Mask with the new mask fixed with the um with sort of the red welds. Oh, it looks awesome! It Looks so cool, you know? Yeah, so of, so yeah. sort of, sort of the, with the Japanese kitsugi uh, feel to it. Yeah, um, but so. And obviously we've seen Kylo on the Death Star Rubens fighting Ray with no mask. hmm And then we see him here with the mask. Um, so it's a bit like, does he have the mask first and take it off later? Or does he not have the mask and puts it on later? Uh, obviously I've got no clue. It could be either or. Uh, but um, it's got a very interesting notice where you think we're gonna see we're gonna see that ocean world, that yes. ocean moon of Endor, um, which is the Case right now. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see that one. We're going to see uh, Kajimi, I believe. We're going to see Persona, I believe. Yeah. Um, so there's three worlds straight away. Um, I do believe we're going to see the Forest Moon event, though. So that's are four. Yes. Um yes. So, so I mean, there's there's four planets already. Um, I mean, that's
1: quite a lot, you know, to take in. But it's going to be a big movie. You yeah, know? Definitely. Um, definitely. And I do, I, I agree with you. There is going to be a lot of jumping around. But I just wonder how many you can actually fit into one film before you, it starts boggling your mind a little bit, you know.
0: I think as long as it flows, it's fine. I think like yeah. Rogue, Rogue One does perfectly. Where it jumps from world the world. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, and they did it perfectly, so they've, they've got the team and know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, so I think that is Persona, and I think obviously that's bike is the first one. Our bike there is from Persona as well. Yeah. Um, we then skip to a clip of like it's almost like a win a town. Brickwork Town, it's snowing at night time. Yeah, it see looks like a entrance to a temple type thing. I mean, I'm not sure about temple. To me, it looks built up. It looks like people are there. So it looks to me like it's not derelict. It looks like an actual town. Yeah. Um, and obviously, raised there with the lightsaber turned on. It's snowing. And I think this could be the same planet as we saw the guys in at the beginning, talking to C3PO, possibly. So I think it could be Kijimi. It could be. But did you see Kylo Ren
1: on the left-hand side?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I was about to get there, but so that planet as well. and there was some production photos of Kyrie Russell's character Zoi Bliss uh, mm-hmm. back when they first announced it and first showed you the imagery of it, and like the architecture looks the same.
1: Ah, right. So that's what's making
0: it. me think it's the same place, the same planet, the same town. So I yeah. think that is Kajimi, and I think that is where we first saw Zoi Bliss in the production photo that got that was released, and then I mm. think it is the same place where uh, Babu Frick is working on c po the same, the same uh, town. Um, so could, obviously yeah. yep so we I'll see Ray. Yeah. so we see Ray. who's seen they've gone there they're not being chased by the First Order so Kylo's mm. following them there obviously yeah. Yep. Kylo's on the left hand side his lightsaber's turned on as well yeah. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens there is there going to be a duel there you've got to think there could be like three duels between Ray and Kylo in this movie because we've already seen them duel in the Death Star ruins mm-hmm. it looks like they're both in front of the Palpatine which isn't on the Death Star ruins it's somewhere else with that crazy yeah. Sith stone throne so that's somewhere else where they could duel. I haven't seen them actually duel there, but they could duel there. And then they could duel at this place as well. I think, I think I'm going to say a lot more than that. Actually, to be honest with you, I think wherever
1: Ray is, I think Kylo's going to be, and wherever Kylo is, I think Ray's going to be. You know, when yeah. they're jumping
0: around from planet to planet. I think they're all going, they're going to meet up on that planet before they go to the next one. Well, I think, I think, I think Ray and Kylo are certainly like the the two sides of the same coin. Yeah, um, it's like Snoke says. Uh, darkness rises and light meet it the mm-hmm. darkness has risen in Kylo Ren the lightness has come to meet it in Ray. um yeah. so I think like they are sort of yin and yang um if you think about it that way um so whether that means she's there to destroy him or whether it means she's there to redeem him whether they're just there to cancel each other out and they cancel each, each other out, of course out again yeah or yeah. maybe maybe he's there to turn her or he's there to kill her could work the opposite way as well who knows um I think they're definitely connected, uh, They're definitely two sides of the same coin. I would say, and there's definitely a quote from, I think Ryan Johnson's definitely said that, or maybe maybe it was JJ. Actually, I'm not too sure. Yeah, but so, someone someone from the book has said that that's what it's like. Um, so yeah, it was really cool to see sort of not just Ray, turn on, but then obviously the fact that you do have Kylo there, um, yeah, with his saber turn as well, sort of menacing. Um, it's tease and action in more than just the places we've seen before mm-hmm. um, I think it's basically saying expect everything from this movie, like anything could happen, anything and everything could happen in um, this yeah. 30 second clip and they've already like wild were <laughs> Yeah,
1: I really am I'm expecting a little, from everything that's been going on, especially this last 30 clip. second I'm expecting a lot out of this film, you know, I'm expecting a whole heap of nostalgia, I'm expecting a whole heap of action a whole heap of storyline. And the storyline, if you know, I mean, okay, we're all busy around connecting the dots right now, you know, which is, you know, part of the fun of Star Wars and everything. But if you connect the
0: dots together, it seems like it's got a really good plot line as well. Well, from what I've got, so Adam Driver's been on the um, press surrogate this week, mm-hmm. uh, doing sort of Jimmy Kimmel. Um, oh, yeah. And all, all those sort of late night shows yeah. in America. Um so he was I can't remember who he was talking about, I think it was Stephen Colburn, as I always say it, the guy who hosted the um the Rise of Skywalker panel after celebration. Is that how you say his name? Stephen Colburn, is that right? Colburn, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so he, yeah. he so Adam Driver was on his show. Uh-huh. Um uh, and Rise of Skywalker came up. And Adam Driver was sort of saying that like this story, what they've came up with, sort of Chris Terrio and uh J who are the writers, um, he said it's like really, really fulfilling, and like you couldn't have imagined what the what they've actually come up with to sort of end it.
1: Yeah. And he
0: made a point of saying it's not just ending three movies, it's ending nine. Yeah. And he wasn't really coercing to saying that. He just came out with that, if you know what I mean. Like, so to me, that's, that's like, I mean, I'm as one of the finest actors of the generation working today, mm-hmm. but love story and love storytelling. And if that's his opinion of this, uh, that's very exciting, I believe.
1: Yeah, and he's not the first person to say that either. You know what I mean? Like everybody's, you know, it, not everybody, but like you know, there's a few people who've said the end scene is going to be something out of this world. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, you so know, so. Speaking of out of this world, the next scene we see is a first order hangar of a star destroyer. I'm assuming. Yeah, and we see uh, Ray sort of running and jumping out of a hangar. Um, mm-hmm. Something forces. Kylo Redman's Song troop has been pushed back. Uh, the ship engines of the Millennium Falcon in rear dives from the hangar towards the ramp of the Falcon. Yeah, with Finn is on the ramp of the Falcon, holding his hand out and mm-hmm. he's, and he's wearing the uh, the mask from um, inside the giant slug in Empire Strikes Back. Is he really? All
1: oh, right, I never yeah, know. He, okay.
0: he's got the mask on. Um, <laughs> The same mask that the wearing Force Awakens so when they're hiding under the floorboards when Han comes in. So yeah. yeah. So the wearing the masks. Um. So that's a really cool little callback. Um, mm-hmm. For me. Uh, what did you make of this?
1: It's interesting, isn't it? You know what I mean. I mean, is this going to be more powerful Jedi Force thing where she's managed to push everybody back while she jumps herself forward through? Whatever, so she can get to the um the Millennium Falcon, you know, like the force field, or is the force field being opened, you know? But then, if the force field's being opened, then surely everybody else would be getting sucked
0: out. So, you know, I'm, I think the force field works where you can go, you can pass through it. Mm-hmm. It just it keeps the atmosphere on one side, but, oh, if, but right. physical objects can pass through it. So yeah, I don't think it's actually like a shield shield,
1: if that makes sense. Yeah, because it's, it's a weird little scene because it's not like she's running towards it, if you notice. She's stood there waiting for the ship to turn up. Yeah, you so- know, And then they all turn up behind her, you know, and then all of a sudden, from walking towards her or running towards her or whatever, you know, then all of a sudden they've just got like there's an air pressure against them. They've got to balance themselves again. It's just strange little scene to work out what's going on there Yeah,
0: I mean I believe the air pressure the, the, the push on the on Kylo and the troopers in the hangar is from the Falklands engines I believe mean, it's just rocked up it's perfect timing she's jumped just as it's turned up and it's a plan like Finn knows to be then Finn knows to catch her like the perfect yeah. plan almost like Return of the Jedi where like Luke knows to be on the sail barge he knows to get yeah. he, knows, yeah. he knows to um sorry to be on the skiff. He tells r that to get lightsaber already, jumps off the seal bar activates a lightsaber, Leia knows to start destroying things and choke Jabber the hood. It's like the perfect plan comes together. Yeah. Um so I I, I was feeling that sort of vibes from it. Um I know it's Kylo in that scene is not wearing the helmet. But yeah, but he, he does have it in his right hand.
1: Yeah. I don't know what to make of the helmet thing, Like It's just uh... I don't, I don't know. Like I just, I just kind of get the feeling that sometimes he's got it on, sometimes he hasn't.
0: He's actually took off around Ray there because yeah, it, it's in his hand and she's in the scene, so he obviously feels that he can maybe trying to lure her, or maybe maybe so either he's trying to do her by saying, "Look, I'm actually Ben Solo, look me face, yeah. right in," or maybe like he's taking off to reveal himself to her because he's starting to turn to the light. Um. Maybe she said like, I don't know. This is just a theory I just thought of, But maybe she said like, "I'll meet you here where the embryo is if you mm-hmm. turn up." I mean, you, that means you're going. You're going to help us kill him. Yeah, yeah, possibly it's just pure like blind speculation, isn't but, it? But that's but after, the fun. Yeah, <laughs> that is the fun. And um, I think obviously my advice is don't dial in too deep on your speculations because anything can happen, and you'll just be disappointed with what you think doesn't happen. But I think exactly. If you, but if you can speculate blindly, have fun with it. It's the be- it it is the best part of fandom, um, isn't it? You know, what I mean, yeah. Definitely. So I think I think it, for me it shows a sort of not a vulnerability, but like Kyle feels at home revealing his face to Ray now, which obviously you obviously first did it in that torture scene in Force Awakens. Um, so here you see he's obviously with the mask in his hand. He's got it off for a reason. He's got it yeah. off for the reasons that he wants Ray to see his face. Um, I mean, whether, a, whether that be for good reasons or bad reasons.
1: I mean, you saw in the last film, there's a massive bond between the two of them. You Know so, I mean, that's obviously going to get played on, you know, whether they're fighting each other or whether they're um, well, they were mean... talking to each
0: other, you know. What's well, so, what well, I believe I first heard this on um, Sky Talkers podcast, like again, like everything I talk about. From if you want to listen to the best Star Wars podcast on the planet, go listen to Sky it's by Charlotte and Caitlin. So they always put it this way, they always put it as uh, Kylo Ren and Ray are both um sort of tools of the cosmic force. Right. And so the cosmic force, if I let me get this right, because it, it can get complicated, is sort of like the weird part of the force, the side of it, that's like um the side that create Anakin and the side that has the world between worlds. Um, kind of like the, the real side force. That, yeah. Not sort of the real force, but the, the side of it, like the crazy side, the real force for me, like it's like so you can see, so Jedi's have powers and they can move things and move rocks, yeah? Yeah. But but that's not the force force. The cosmic force is like the Force's is like brain. It's obviously thinking, it does things, it creates things. Um does it by chance or is it does it have a, is it doing things for a reason? Like I, I don't know. But the idea of the cosmic force is that it it does, it's doing mm-hmm. things for a reason. So like there's Kylo and then there's rain, they're both two tools sort of of the cosmic force, sort of in the cosmic force maybe trying to bring balance. Um so maybe it's bringing them together or maybe it's yeah, creating one. one to fight the other. Um, but so I love that idea, how they are both sort of like tools of this cosmic force.
1: Yeah, I buy into that one. I, yeah, it's kind of, not in those words, but yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think
0: I've always thought that as well. Yeah, and it definitely does. And obviously, like I've known you for a long time. It dials it's sort of similar to your part, your belief of the wills and stuff. It, It's that sort of vibe, isn't it? That sort of similar thing. What yeah, exactly. Worlds, isn't it?
1: You know, yeah. I mean, however that comes out, but I mean, it's the, that, it has been a slow back burner for a while now of this wild side of the force coming to the fore, you know, and I think maybe that's what Ember Palpatine is tapping into, to
0: come back, you know. Yeah, definitely. Well, he's definitely up to something. You see him in, not him in Rebels when he's trying to get in the World Between Worlds. Like, yeah. Did, did he get in? Didn't he get in? We don't know. Um, don't know. Yeah, but if he did, this could be why he is alive. Um, if he is alive, obviously, we don't know what state he's in. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Have you got any other thoughts about Ray? Sort of, I mean, it, I mean, the imagery is absolutely brilliant, and the fact that that's going to happen in the movie like, we're going to see someone like a Jedi jump from a hangar or a moving ship. It's <laughs> yeah. Not just that, but it's like Ray jumping into the hands of our best friend, Finn. Who came back to save I and the Force Awakens all links back to their friendship and how important it is it's all about not only is it awesome imagery but it's like awesome friendships to be awesome powerful moments Sorry, yeah. powerful moments powerful emotional integrity and to sort of jumping away from Kylo as well so it's just sort of going away from Kylo towards Finn so that's, that's quite sort of saying a lot again is she jumping to say like follow me or is she jumping to say I'm getting away from you time will tell obviously when we see the movie but I think it, it poses a lot of thought it does
1: it does yeah um, and I don't really want to speculate on it because I don't really I'm not really I don't really know you know um, again I think it's just going to be an, another amazing part in the um, in the movie and, and yet again Ray's done another
0: amazing jump. <laughs> definitely definitely well there's a lot of jumping if you notice because there's a lot <laughs> of jumping in that first trailer as well um, yeah yeah
1: yeah, so that ties is. me
0: to my the last point really about this is that uh, you get this dialogue at the end scene saying uh, we are all in this till the end. Yeah. Which is sort of saying they've all come together. This is the big fight. Um, They're going to end this Sith or these evil people once and for all. Or mm-hmm. well, they're going to yeah. get defeated once and for all. And um, Obviously, Star Wars is the story of hope and the good guys win. And that is what I hope that happen in this movie. Um, yeah. So I think... Again, powerful tagline, we all in this till the end. Makes point of like, not only are these characters all in this till the end, the resistance, all in this till the end. Um, yeah. Old and new, obviously Lando's coming back, Um, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, It's fun. But also we, as fans, are all in this till the end. This is the end of the Scarlet saga. Uh, we're all coming together. We're all talking about, obviously me and you are here talking about this. People who are yeah. listening are talking about it. Uh, all the other awesome podcasts out there are coming mm-hmm. together talking about it. Um, so it's like again, it's like it's that double meaning where like not in like three P on the last trailer where it was like um taking one last look at my friends, it was like double meaning because we were taking one last look at Star Wars like this this Christmas. Um, or at least Star Wars as we know it. Um and again this line, we're on this till the end, it's like we got all in this till the end and the end's coming, we're all in it together and we're gonna have a great fun time. It's gonna be emotional, it's gonna be um sad, it's gonna be happy, it's gonna be exciting, it's gonna be you're gonna be filled with goosebumps. Um, you're gonna go for all the emotions, is what I believe. Yeah, I think so. And I think I think it. it's
1: gonna be one of those films where you sat thinking about it the next day. Oh, next
0: you day, know? I think we're gonna be thinking about this for a long, long
1: time. Now, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, there's there's the rare few films that come out that you actually you don't really do anything much the next day because you just sat thinking about it all, and you're just running it through your head. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's gonna be one of those films. You know, definitely I mean I mean Christ the first one came out when I, the year I was born you know yeah. and I'm not exactly a
0: sprint chicken anymore so it's, no, yeah. it's been a hell of a ride it has indeed it has indeed Um, I've just got to so that brings is there any other thoughts you have on the TV spot there's a lot of lightning have you noticed in the background just
1: in like when you get to the final 15 seconds on all the scenes there's lightning everywhere
0: yeah you know, there's a so,
1: lot, a lot of lightning.
0: So could that be maybe I don't know, there's been rumours lately about sort of force ghosts, fighting force ghosts. Could it be like lightning everywhere because there's all this force entities running around? Um, or is it like a lightning storm maybe? caused by Obviously the Emperor has lightning powers, as we know. We've seen him using I him think it's, to do with that.
1: Yeah, I think it's more simply like, you know, when um, I think when we talked about it before when I've got the theory that um, the ice gets melted and then the the um the fleet's there. Yeah, you know, I think it's a lot of it is that, and that's how the ice is getting melted. There's lightning strikes and you know what it's like in the middle of the sea and the storms and things yeah. like that. You know, I think that is, I think that's more that way. You know, yeah.
0: Well, I'm great about it because it's gonna it's gonna segue lovely into our next point. Is that uh, obviously, Dolby Cinema have released a limited edition poster yesterday <laughs> yeah. as well. Um, so it's Pose X Wing. Uh, in front of a Star Destroyer, Imperial Star Destroyer. Um, yeah. And then we see other Imperial Star Destroyers in the distance. Um, one thing for me, the Star Destroyer, it has the red outline. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the same ones as we've seen coming out of the ice or coming out of the rock, depending on how you saw that in the trailer. Um, yeah. So to me, it says that, I mean, I've never seen Imperial Star Destroyers with outlines on them before. Uh, so it says to me, have you been waiting for the Emperor this long? has he had this plan the whole time? And it's crazy to think if he has, like how how long he's waiting, how how clever he is, how diabolical he is. Well, I'll tell you one thing, I wouldn't like to play in my chess. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, the poster's beautiful. It look great on the wall. It looks like a great piece of art, not just a film poster. Um, I'm not quite sure who designed it, but whoever did like that is a great piece of art. Do you know, um,
1: the one thing I take away from the poster, I noticed it the day, um, if you turn it upside down, right, it's very similar to jaws.
0: It's probably styled that way, maybe. Um, you
1: know, it, it really is when you look at it. You know, you've got the X wings, the little swimmer, and then yeah. you've got the the you know the the triangle of the it, it's, it's the shark. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, you, a, it's upside down jaws
0: picture. Spielberg and Lucas obviously connected very well, so you yeah. say the artist didn't have this idea. Oh well, I'll, I'll invert it and make it this. Um, which is really interesting. Um, as I said, yeah. don't know who designed it, but who I did. like That, that was brilliant. Uh, it's a beautiful poster. Um, oh, that's a Dol- bit of artwork. Well, Dolby last year got a great one done by uh, Paul Shipper, uh, who's a great artist as well. Uh-huh. I don't think he did this one, um, but he did, brilliant. But he did a Dolby one last year for the last, not last year, sorry, but like two years ago for the last Jedi, and that was awesome. And again, they've done it again here where they've chosen artists and they've done a great different feel. Um, lovely feel, authentic feel for the poster. Yeah. Um, going off from that uh, speaking of posters StarWars.com and all the social medias have dropped all of the character posters which mm-hmm. I think look absolutely beautiful uh, they're very retro looking feel very 70s uh, so it's black, black background or white stars and you've got your characters at the forefront um, yeah it's very classic Star Wars so it? there's there's one for every main character really um, and yeah. some of the new minor characters uh, including Jana and including Zoe Bliss um, yeah, my three favorites were I love the Ray One uh, straight away. The pose is powerful. Um, she'll look how like she's thinking. She's got the staff in her hand. Uh, you can see a blaster on her leg, and you can see the saber on her hip. Yeah, and you get a really good look at that saber and how she's fixed it. Um, and It looks like she's like put something around the middle. I thought it was like a bandage at first, but it's almost like a metal strap that then has leather that then has an activation switch. and It looks like a beautiful piece of art. Uh, it's a Fitbit. Yeah, so it looks <laughs> looks awesome and like I won that for my collection, so I've decided after I've seen the post. <laughs> um so yeah, so like that rare post that's brilliant. Uh the other one I loved was uh Landlord Carl Yeah, he looks very dignified there, doesn't he? Very dignified. Um, yeah. looks like a leader, looks like a guy with all the knowledge of his years. Uh, I love how he's sort of wearing the similar clothes to sort of from the solo movie from Donald yeah. Glover's Lando. Um, obviously, he's working that cane well. He's working that cane <laughs> well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think he looks looks one smooth, smooth dude. Mm-hmm. And then my other favourite one, my third favourite one, I'm just keeping it at three, is the uh, the Rose one, uh, where she's sort of holding like a, she's holding like a heavy blaster. And then Yeah, she looks proper rebel, doesn't she? Yeah, she's holding a heavy blaster. She's got a uh, handheld blaster on her hip. Um and she's, she's dressed, she's ready. shows you how she's stepped up now. Like She's going to be sort of a leader in this resistance. Um, she's not just the mechanic anymore. She's, you know, she's equipped. She's dangerous. Um, she's going to do what's right, um, do what needs to be done. Um, she's mm-hmm. wearing her necklace. that obviously her and her sister shared. She's still wearing that, which is great to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to get... Obviously, because of how long this movie is, how many characters, I don't think... I think certain characters aren't going to get a lot of screen time. Which is no. which is only natural. Like yeah. any movie, if you look at like, but it doesn't matter because I'm not saying that in a bad way. Because look at how much screen time I got in the new hope. It's minimal, but but it's about what you do with that time. So I think the time that we're going to spend with Rose, I think I think it's going to be powerful moments. Um, and I'm excited for that because I think she's a great character, yeah. and I think okay. Kelly Marie Tran plays that brilliantly. So I think I think yeah, we're not going to get a lot of that, but I think when we do see that it's going to be powerful moments, big moments that define a character. Um, it's going to be why she's a fan favorite again.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've been a bit worried because really in the build-up, you haven't really seen a lot of her, you know? Um, and I, I remember somebody had commented on, on it before, like, where is she? You know? Um, so it's nice to actually see imagery there. And, you know, that's just just part of the group type of thing.
0: Yeah, and the, um, the picture's so prominent as well. So, like, yeah. I'm excited.
1: But just going back on what you're saying about not having a lot of screen time, I mean, when you think about it, there's a lot of characters that don't have a lot of screen time, and but then they've turned out to be beloved characters, you know? So, yeah, as you're saying, I agree. It, yeah. You know I mean, it, um... I mean? I mean, you've got to think,
0: like, if you look at the defining moments in Star Wars, mm-hmm. take, take Last Jedi straight away. So, like, the final moment in that movie is when Luke speaks to Yoda. Yes. One scene. Mm hmm. Like yeah, it, it's basically less is more if you're creating these scenes if you're writing these scenes right and then executing them correctly then then a scene lasts forever yeah
1: exactly you don't you know? need
0: you don't need to have roles on screen for the whole movie game dialogue yeah. it's like less is more almost if you use that correctly and you give her the powerful moments and write her well kelly marie Channel will actually act her well like mm-hmm. she will be a powerhouse she will be a powerful hero um which I'm, I think we're going to get and I hope we get and I think like you could, there's going to be a lot of screen time in, like, I know True Background doesn't get a lot of screen time in this trilogy but when he does do things the big things like when he blows up uh, activates the bombs and cycle of base so that's him presses the activation switch after hand gets shot um, yeah. like, do like, you know what I mean he's not in that movie much um, mm. sort of in Last Jedi he's not in it much but he's the one who um, he's the one who basically um. Helps the res- helps Ray get um him and Ray turn up. He's flying a falcon. He takes them on a, a merry Goose chase. Yeah, he's um,
1: like the... to lead the
0: ships away. Yeah, um, so yeah, like I think like to, for me, screen time isn't everything. If if these characters, when they are there, are sort of written well in hmm. things and meaningful things, and I think I think they will with her, um, and she deserves it. That's great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Agree with you hundred percent. Any you know these posters that you like to look of them? I like
1: them all as a collective i um, I mean I have to admit I've got them on Facebook I'm just looking at them as we as we're talking
0: well i I'm, um, I'm looking at Finn right now, and that finn looks awesome he looks almost like Han solo from 77's attire like those pants are those pants are beautiful uh and that jacket's also beautiful um, yeah, That's very star wars and i'm I'm digging it. I wish I had those in my wardrobe. <laughs> Um. Yeah, the very um.
1: Now that you look at it, yeah, yeah they've got the stripe down the side, and it yeah. kind of reminds you of this, this kind of pants that um used to wear, for like the old U.S. Cavalry used to wear. You know that kind yeah. of pair oh. pants.
0: Uh, I hundred uh, percent. That's probably where George got the idea for Korean yeah. stripes. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He, you know, George knows his history, and he knows his powerful stories of the past. The, uh, oh, yeah.
1: And, and that's what it makes
0: it all work so well, well. That's what makes you know? it feel so visceral and real. And mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a made-up world. It feels like a lived in a real world. It feels yeah. like an old story you're reading in a book, like an old journal almost is, is what it feels like. Um, and I think this picture, what the dress Finn has, he's got his own jacket now, those pants. Obviously, it's mm. not the same as Hans at up in 77, but it's it's similar enough where, like, do you know I mean? You get those cool vibes, that yeah. awesome feeling of, like, what you got when you saw that movie and it fits right in which is great
1: I think whoever's done these have got the light perfect like the light just it's just enough to shine off and just be like look every character on I mean yeah I mean every character has got their own poster but you can just see that in that one poster that character is important as is the next one as the next one as the next one you know I mean none shows that more than R2D2 actually I'm quite loving the R2D2 one
0: yeah, but I think he's gonna have a big bit of pain in this movie. Yeah, a lot I more think. than he has in the last two, is what I believe. I think so. I think so. Um, so that ties up our post, our talk. Um, there's got two two questions I want to ask you what I've thought of. Um, mm-hmm. I want to get your thoughts on. Uh, first one is uh, Vice Admiral Holdo. um, obviously sacrificed himself in the Last Jedi. I know she put the ship at light speed and went through the fleet. Um, I always do have you, this... Do you think Sorry, she but... could appear in The Rise of Skywalker? Right? It doesn't really show you. Obviously, imply, it implies with a tone and music that, that she sacrificed itself and has died. But obviously, we see the damage to the First Order. But do we see the remnants of her ship? Or did her ship actually like go into life speed and come out wherever it came out? I don't think... I mean, in the natural, normal terms, I don't think you've got any
1: chance of surviving that. You know what I mean? And uh, that's the biggest thing that bummed me about that film because I really like this character. You know what I mean? And to have her die in that film was just like, oh, you know, I really thought they could have done so much more for So I that
0: was a powerful moment. I mean, to give you life for the rest of the crew to survive, oh, it's like, that's a good really powerful yeah. moment. I mean, yeah. If you're going to die, that's why you want to die. But yeah. I just think, that, I mean, I, I think she's probably dead. But I, I was just so. wondering, like, what if, who's to say that? Because her ship is going to look Maybe that acted like it was like a cutter, so that it didn't, if it, that took minimal damage but did all the damage to everything else, maybe it probably didn't. But do you think there's a slim chance that like maybe she came come out of hyperspace somewhere and then like obviously found some allies and then rejoins back up with them?
1: Maybe there was an escape pod where she was or something. Um, you, you, you know, it's a film world, isn't it? You can always make something up. Um, yeah. um you know, I mean, you look at the. the 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 first order ship didn't exactly blow straight up, you know what I mean. So maybe there is a chance that she could could have been yeah. could have survived it. You know, I would love it if she has, because I think she's an amazing character. You know,
0: oh, that's that's great. I think I think the chances are already slim, but I thought it was a really cool. I I enjoyed thinking about that. Like the thought thinking about it was like could it have happened? Like, maybe it did. I don't, I don't think it did. Slim chance, but just nah, the idea I would, that's was quite fascinating. Yeah. I would just I spent absolutely 10 love it thinking about it I don't know why it just popped in my head
1: but <laughs> I, would, just, thinking about it, I yeah. would love it if that if, it, if she has survived I really would you know I don't think I she has I must have read, read it on Twitter
0: mm. I think I must have read it on Twitter and that's why it's popped in my head like someone must have really played in my idea but really they make me think about it um, in a cool way so
1: yeah but, but I suppose then to bring her back then she's not really making that sacrifice like you have just mentioned
0: really isn't it? You know what I mean? So, but I mean, she made the she would still make the sacrifice. I mean, she didn't probably know she has survived, probably didn't know that, but like, she she didn't know that this could be the end. If that makes sense, and it's not about yeah. dying, it's about willing to die. Um, but yeah, I think we we'll have to wait and see. Uh, second question, based mm-hmm. on that is, obviously you've just mentioned you mentioned the R2D2 poster, how cool it looks. This new character poster. Um, mm-hmm. as I said there, I think he's gonna have a big part to play in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, and by that again, I don't mean he's gonna have a lot of screen time. But I mean, when he just an important thing. When he is on the screen, he's going to be doing important things. Yeah, I can see him. I can see him being part of this space battle. I can see him being with Poe and the X-wing. <laughs> cool, right? And yeah. I can't see BB-8 being part. But BB-8 is with is with the horses running across the yeah, store with, yeah, exactly. BB-8 with them. So I think if Poe's in the X-wing. I think you could have R2D2. Why? Who else? Why would you not want R2D2? You he had to destroy the first Death Star. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, yeah, he had been blown oh, up, yeah. but but he was, was in the ship. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, he saves everyone else's, but throughout the entire prequel and sequel uh, prequel and original trilogies. Um, so I, I can see him getting a big part of play, which would be awesome. Mm. Yeah, he has. So to, me, I think i be know. really be really good. him, mm. I think to have him as pose Po's co-pilot. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool.
1: Yeah. That rear stabilizer's not working. <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah.
0: that's what it is. Mm. It'll need to be fixed now? Um, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, so I think that, that brings an end to our sort of our, our our talk of the end TV spot and talk of, of those two questions I posed here. Um, we did sort of open up. The reason why I was pushing social media. to so the episode was because. We've sort of asked for some questions today because I knew we were recording because of how awesome this TV spot was. Yeah, but I knew that the TV spot was short, so I wanted to fill the episode out a bit. So I posted on our social media channels about asking us a few questions. Um, we've had two, so two have come in. So All that's right. definitely awesome. Um, so, if you spare with me, I'm going to pull those up there on the Twitters. Mm. So, so the first one comes from Dan the Boom, right. Dan the Boom, hashtag loves climbing it says here. Nice one. Um, well, Dan the Boom, I hope you're as good at climbing as you are asking questions because he, he asked a pretty cool one. Um, so what he asked was uh, Starkiller, who was obviously the main protagonist for the uh, Force Unleashed games. Yeah. Um, played by Sam, we actually seeing those movies, so and our voices more. Um, so Starkiller Versus the new guy from Jedi Fallen Order, one v one, no force powers, just sailor mastery. Oh, um, so that's a death match. Yeah, we'll go. Sort of, yeah. MTV at its finest. Yeah. Uh, so obviously that's Cal Kestis from the new game Jedi Fallen Order, which i've played two and a half hours of and i'm absolutely loving um i'm also taking my time with it because every little thing's awesome i look at every tree i walk past <laughs> and to be fair more often than not every little thing you can scan things and details and it helps you in the game and like the details in this game as well like I, I scanned something and it was to do with like the, the brought up thing from the clone wars and like important information that i already knew from an episode of the clone wars so for how subtly integral this game is and how how much it binds all the information together is just brilliant. Cool. Someone's put a lot of hard work into this game and I recommend Alan, you should go and buy the game and anybody else who's listening, go and buy Jedi Fallen Order. It's brilliant. Yeah, I do. I really
1: do actually want the game, but it, it actually means buying a new console because I've just got an Xbox 360. Um, I haven't Oof. really like upgraded from there, so it's it's not like just buying the game. For me, I've got to actually upgrade the whole bloody lot. So Yeah. Um, right, the
0: story's that good where buy a new console or do a cheaper option wait for me to finish it and I'll tell you all about it <laughs> I think it's almost worth buying a
1: new console for to be honest with you it, it is really good, that good
0: and like know? finding out these things when you find them out is probably like, like these trailers when you see a little something that, that means something or when you read these novels and it's got a little sentence that means something from a different novel or from a movie or from a TV show yeah. it's, it's full of that which mm-hmm. is what is so awesome about Star Wars at the moment with the canon um, yeah. but getting back to the question um, so for me I mean I was never I enjoyed the force unleashed games but Starkiller as a character I never really enjoyed it. he was he was too powerful mm-hmm. almost f- like for a thing Obviously, was just to say no force powers just save a mastery um, good question so, I, mean, I don't know I'm going to say Carl Kessler it's just because I've got more of a connection to his character like I'm going through his journey in this game and I'm really connected to him um, I really feel for him um, he's a great he's a well-written character and he's yeah. well-acted as well um, I, I think
1: I think I'm going to go with you just simply because you you know he, he survived the
0: 66 he's got to have something about him well he did he survived the Sixty Six, 66 um, as a paddle one um, which is great yeah um, hard not many, not, not yeah. many did um, it a-
1: Definitely got a question though.
0: I really honestly, yeah.
1: I my mean, honest opinion is on that day, I know it sounds a bit wishy-washy on the fence, but on that day, each one of them could I have the other one.
0: Oh, definitely. But I think for me, the journey I'm going on with Carl is that you can sort of, you, you learn from his past and learn from what you what you do in the game for mm. the present as well. So I'm I'm enjoying going on that journey and he's getting like more confident in his abilities, realising his place in the world. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. Um and also deepen an emotional connection to him. So I feel like he would learn and develop into sort of a better lightsaber duelist than the Starkiller is. Obviously Starkiller starts off as a Sith apprentice who eventually sort of turns good. Mm. Um, yeah. you can play the alternate enemy, you stay bad. Um, good. But yeah, so I'm going to go, just because he's a better written character and he's a character that makes more sense and fits in this canon awesomely, so I'm going to go with Cal Kestis.
1: Um and I'm gonna agree with you only just and good question, Dan. And just from now on I'll i actually want to see Star Wars celebrity deathmatch.
0: Well there's probably money in that somewhere. I mean am yeah. surprised that I'm surprised Robot Chicken haven't done that yet. <laughs> yeah, love um, Robot Chicken, it's awesome. Yeah, they're, yeah, oh, they're <laughs> awesome, awesome guys. Uh-huh. Um and the next question comes on from um Big Mickey Pels. Uh and what he says is I love Darth Maul, Maul is life. Who do you think will win out of Darth Maul versus Kylo Ren?
1: Oh, second episode of the Celebrity Deathmatch.
0: Uh, I've got more. definitely Maul. Well, I think I think Michael would like you, because by the sound of these messages he sent, he absolutely loves Darth Maul. Because um,
1: Maul's got more of a, a killer instinct than Kylo Ren.
0: I, does he do? Because Kylo Ren did kill his dad.
1: I know, but he thought about it too much.
0: You know that's Maul's... worse. That's worse. He actually thought about it, then did it. I know, but yeah, he could have he thought he would think like, about it. Then, like, yeah, should I, I shouldn't
1: in that one moment? more would just have his head straight off. Yeah,
0: I think I think Maul technically is the better saber duelist. Oh yeah, um, but I think the raw power Kylo has him. So it depends how angry Maul gets him. Yeah,
1: and I said, I don't know, cause I mean I suppose Friggin' Obi Wan did more quite easily in
0: the end, didn't he? Nice simple little move. Dun dun dun. You I give, but more hating him so much, like more only hated two things in his life, that point two purposes was the Emperor. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, the Emperor and Kenobi, be sorry. Um so and he got there and he'd let that like, get the better of him. Yeah, I
1: think if, if anything that's Maul's downfall, you would you know, but and not. Uh, yeah, um I would say more,
0: definitely. You're going Maul and I'm yeah. gonna go I'm gonna go with Kaido. Cool.
1: Sorry, yeah. Michael Pells.
0: Do we get the beers in? <laughs> Well, maybe we should start this show. I mean, we've got the figures, so just getting them out and just stop motion animation here, uh, company. I've just bought a house, but I don't think my girlfriend would like it if I changed the second. I've already changed the third bedroom into my podcast office to record this in and to keep figures in. If I change, if I change the second bedroom into a stop motion animation studio, yeah, I, th- I think she might leave us.
1: Oh, you've got to start making that look like the interior of the Millennium Falcon or something like that. Or, you know, when you walk in, and it's like all of a sudden you're in the cantina. No,
0: I wish. I wish. <laughs> but time and money and also my relationship. Probably <laughs> that's not going to happen. Uh, to be fair, it's looking really cool. Like, I've got... I haven't got any shelves up yet, but I've got some um, detolves, which is IKEA's version of glass cases. For when you scratch that figure-ish and you put the figures in. So, ah, cool. I've got I've got those ready to put some exclusives on display. Yeah. Some Lego on display. I've got my desk set up. Yeah. Um, where I'm recording today, and then we're also going to have I've got an awesome George Lucas by inspiration picture framed. Um, okay. and I'm going to put some more out and We we'll get some shelves in to put my figures on the shelves as well. Black series, um, so yeah, it's coming along nicely to be fair. Um, the room nice space one. is looking really cool, really good. It's a recording, nice one. Thank cool. you, Louise, for allowing me to have a Star Wars room. <laughs> Big ups <laughs> to you. Um, Alan, you've got any uh last thoughts or any questions for me? As we finish up here, um, no, not really. I'm just, I'm just strapped in
1: for the ride now. I'm just, you know, ready to go for the last film and, you know, get it, you know, just enjoy it. You know what yeah. I mean? Just enjoy what's happening right now because, like, as you've always said, we're we are living in the golden age of Star Wars. And yes, we are. You know, the it, it's the end of the saga, but it by no means the end of Star Wars. You know, now we're just filling in the holes. You know, so it's just an enjoyable time
0: to. Enjoy the ride, you know. It's almost getting too, uh, too. I've been doing this on social media, it's almost like too much. Where, like, with the Mandalorian dropping, and then with like Rise of Skywalker, teaser spot that was just had, and these posters. and There's a new Mandalorian episode coming this Friday, and then there's the Kylo Ren comic coming out, which ties into Rise of Skywalker. There's the awesome novel Resistance Reborn out. There's the Force Doctor novel out as well. There's so much going on. There's so much I don't have time to go to work. (laughs) <laughs> but, but i need to go to work to buy all these things Do you, it's, yeah it's, it's think, like it's weird
1: yeah i was thinking this year that like i think it was this morning i was thinking on this you know like you, you watch the film you then you watch it at christmas then you watch it at the next christmas i mean you watch it so often that it's ingrained you pretty much know the words you know but you had the time for the story to develop inside your mind and right now you are getting I mean, it was a Bob Iger that said Star Wars fatigue and I don't
0: see what he was saying. There's a yeah. lot. I think, about fatigue, I think I think everything they're doing at the minute is really good. Mm. Um, I think I think for him to say Solo was fatigue, I, I think that was a good excuse because of a bad Martin decision by him to put that out in summer. I don't see what's wrong with Solo. I think it's an amazing film. Well, I mean, regardless of the quality of the movie, the, the problem was that it, they put it in summer and it didn't, and the marketing didn't work properly. And it, I mean, it, it didn't flop because it made its budget back, but yeah, but it but it didn't hit the heights they thought. But again, it, it Lucasfilm wanted to put that film out, like mm-hmm. Kathy Kennedy wanted to put that film out in December, um, yeah. especially with the change of director when it happened so late in the process. And yeah. then, and Disney decided to keep it in summer, and that was that was the issue, and that was why formed how it did, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, I had nothing to do with fatigue. I thought it had to do with marketing mistakes made by the Disney company. Quite possibly, quite possibly. Um, But
1: um, for me, I mean, as you know, as we said at the beginning of the show, I haven't watched The Mandalorian yet, and I'm quite as much as I'm having to avoid a lot of news and social media and all the rest of it to avoid as many spoilers as I can possibly avoid. You know, I mean, I haven't avoided the baby Yoda thing. You can't avoid. Oh, don't say that on the
0: episode, Alan. (laughs) <laughs> people might not have heard it <laughs> spoiler alert everybody I'm spoiling people right, don't spoiling. mention it anymore don't
1: mention that <laughs> but I'm also in the back of my mind I'm also kind of glad that I'm going to watch it when we get Disney Plus in March because it means I can I can put an end on the saga and then start
0: Mandalorian you know yeah I've always thought it would have been cool if they would put this out after yeah it's like a little oh so as is finished, but you no, know, it's not here as a Mandalorian but We've got it. when We've got it. And like so I've seen the first episodes on their brain. Um, and they're brilliant. Um, I call me it episode three, mm-hmm. and I'm glad. I'm glad I've watched them because I've come across things. while trying to find them, like spoilers. Um, as you mentioned, there you've come across one as well. And there's a lot more there, and even like the Star Wars Twitter account and like the Star Wars social media and the Disney Plus social media. Like, yeah, or talking about them and showing you pictures openly now, Actually, like exactly. Later. I mean, so, you're
1: you so, in your feed and there's the pictures you can't avoid, yeah. It, yeah so, so, I'm glad I watched it when I did because I watched
0: mm. it without having those moments spoiled. So, and I had a I remember seeing those things for so first time and loving it. Um, but yeah, I think, um, also, you're not on social media, Alan, because you don't want the government to find you, no. Nah. Um, but okay, I am again uh, we're going to bash the social media over the listeners heads so mm-hmm. again if you want to follow uh, the Star Wars podcast on Twitter it's at boars star um, if you want to send us an email it is starboys podcast at gmail.com and i will be one of your hosts Peter and you can find me at Pete Hitman Hart, named the Bret Hart my favourite wrestler mm-hmm. uh, both on Twitter and Instagram and I'm also on Facebook Peter Adams uh, coming in interact with me there um, Alan, any closing thoughts as we go into the next week of Star Wars? Not really. Just excited to see what's coming next. <laughs> well, it's probably going to be dropping a few days out of the blue. It's it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, just, it? As, just think as we record this, we haven't actually watched this week's Star Wars show on YouTube. No, so could be some news in there.
1: Yeah, it's it's going to come thick and fast now, isn't it? You know, a lot of tidbits here and there so Definitely. yeah like I said I'm just I'm just strapped in ready for the I'm just going to
0: enjoy the ride Definitely. You know? I mean this movie is going to change everything it's going to send me on an emotional roller rollercoaster um, we're not going to be the same and I mean that in a good way but we're not going to be the same after The Rise of Skywalker and um, I'm just so excited and I just can't wait to watch this movie I can't wait to see the next thing they're releasing to watch that and then sort of absorb all this information absorb all these toys that are coming okay. um, it's just the best time to be alive isn't it the golden age I suppose it is yeah
1: yeah
0: well on that note i think we'll end the episode uh thank you very much for coming back and no problems anytime peter um i just want to say a big big shout out of basically for the episode past um well not the episode but the podcast past uh 400 listens or downloads oh wow um, at the beginning of this week um Uh which when you consider we just started this podcast in august um i'm really proud of that um so oh. I just want to say a big thank you to you, Adam. You're a big part. You, obviously, are our main co-host. Uh, always keeping me right and keeping me going. So thank you very much for <laughs> you joining me. Um, big thank you to Katie Adams. She came and did a great episode on July Fallen Order preview. Um, she will be back to talk about the tie-in comic and to talk about the game uh, mm-hmm. once we've completed those. Um, big shout-out to last week's host, uh, Ian Kay. Uh, he did a great job coming to talk about The Mandalorian with me. Um, he's going to be coming back on to talk about some comics that he's read. And hopefully we'll be recording more Mandalorian um, recap shows as well. Um, and probably last but not least, a big shout out to Podcast lE Brian Balance. Probably yeah. the nicest nicest boy I've ever met in the world. Isn't um, he just? Yeah. He is. And if you haven't checked his podcast out, go and do it. He's a part of the Doggy Diva show and he's got his awesome solo podcast, The Interesting Podcast with Jedi Brian. Um, so thanks, Brian, for coming and doing the episode you did. We definitely want you to come back on at some point as well. Um, But yeah, thanks to all you guys, and thanks to you, Alan, for sort of keeping, writing the ship and keeping the ship going, like I said. (laughs) At at the beginning of the week, we are past 400 downloads, which I think is awesome. That's amazing. That's really cool. Thank you for listening. No, definitely, yeah. I think just onwards and upwards, let's keep pushing it. Um, Yeah. So yeah, um, I think that's a nice way to round off. Lovely, positive point. Yeah, brilliant, yeah. Cool. Thank you for listening, and you know, hold by the sounds of it, Peter, you've got some really exciting things coming up. Definitely. So, thanks for joining us, Alan. Thanks for listening, everybody. May the force be with you. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.